listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, Ricardo Gonsalves here with SBS On The Money from the SBS Newsroom for this Tuesday, the 10th of November 2020. It's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap. Ahead, global markets have surged on good news on a possible COVID-19 vaccine. But first, let's start with JobSeeker. The coronavirus supplement on that has been extended, but at a lower rate. JobSeeker will go from $815 per fortnight to $715 per fortnight from January and go through to the end of March. Of course, JobSeeker replaces the former New Start unemployment benefit. With more, here is the Social Services Minister, Anne Rustin. In addition, we'll be extending the the income-free area, which is currently at $300 per fortnight, because we want to encourage Australians to dip their toe back into the jobs market and test um, their ability to get work, because we know that people who report earnings are twice as likely to actually um, come off payment in the short term than those that don't report any earnings at all. We will be maintaining the elevated level of the partner taper rate, which means that people whose partners are earning up to $80,000 per year will also still be able to gain access to payment. In addition, the expanded eligibility criteria will cover people who are sole traders, people who are self-employed, those that have been stood down but remain connected to their workplace, people who are in isolation and people who have to care for somebody in isolation. Um, we will also be extending some of the, um, the uh, waiting periods uh, to make sure that people have got quick and easy access to payment. And Rustin there, the Social Services Minister. Now to the big story of the day, global markets, which rose on news of some major COVID-19 vaccine progress. It had investors thinking about what a COVID-19 free world may look like. So you know, a normal world as such. So technology stocks were sold and more traditional players were bought. So you can see that in the US, for example, overnight with the Dow Jones index rose around 3%, but the technology-based NASDAQ fell 1.5%. But remember, those stocks, the NASDAQ, uh, it's up about 70% uh, since March, just before the uh, real big impacts of the pandemic. And we saw similar moves here today on the Australian share market, the 200 up 0.66% to 6,340, although the market did open 2% stronger. NAB was a big winner today, up 7.6%. So too shopping mall owners and office block owners. So the likes of Unibail, Rodamco, West, um, Westfield, up by 43%. Oil producers regained, Santos added 12%, and travel stocks also doing well. Flight Centre up by 9.2%, and Qantas gaining 8.3%. Uh, retailers, uh, they benefited from the stay-at-home movement, so they fell today. JB Hi-Fi off by 7.4%, Coles down 5.3%, and it should be no surprise to see some profit-taking or some movement to the downside, with Afterpay off by 10.9% today, and gold producers Producers. Gold is typically seen as a safe haven, so the likes of Newcrest declined 4.8%. For more on the day's moves, I spoke earlier with Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool. Scott, the market surged at the open but then has trimmed those early gains and has underperformed global markets. What's going on? 
Yeah, Ricardo, it kind of mirrored the US experience as well, where the futures are up 3.5%. The market was only up or only up 1.2%. I think to some degree we can explain that, by the way, with part of yesterday's gains here while the US markets were closed. If you had those two numbers together for the ASX, we get to something closer to what the US has done. But of course, it is still at uncertainty around what a vaccine really means for the economy and for stocks on the ASX. Okay, is the COVID-19 vaccine the main factor that will drive the markets now that we've seen the US election? I think it is to some degree. I think the confidence that comes from that, the sentiment change that comes from that, I think there will be a lot of political preference, uh, influence, I should say, on the markets over the next couple of months, though, of course, Donald Trump's still very busy with his executive powers. So it hasn't, it's not over just yet. We're not yet to a Biden presidency, but I think it is generally that economic recovery and COVID specifically that will be pushing markets around for the next couple of months. If we take a look at the overall market moves, right, shares are now down around 11% from the March highs, which isn't too bad, right? And we're up 7% so far just this month. Is it running up too hard, too fast? And do you have any concerns there? Yeah, remarkable recovery when you think about how bad the, the pandemic actually was. I mean, literally the health effects, the economic effects to be only down 11% is, is a remarkable result. Of course, the US markets are well and truly also back in record territory. So we're lagging the US on a year-to-date basis as well. Look, I'm not so concerned about where the market is right now from a from a long-term economic perspective. We will get back to normal. We will get back to business as usual at some point. And to some degree, the market just factoring in that reality. What I think investors need to be careful about is that sentiment will change back and forth a few times before we really do arrive at that normalcy. So it still will be volatile for a little bit of time to come. If we talk about the moves today, we saw an obvious shift away from growth stocks with those that did well during the pandemic sold off today. So what do you make of it? It is phenomenal. So despite the fact the market's, you know, flat-ish, big, big moves right across the market, oil up 8%, technology down almost 6%. And even within that, we saw Kogan, for example, Temple and Webster down, you know, big numbers, 15, 20% sort of losses at some points during the trading day today. On the flip side, we saw plenty of gains from the travel stocks. We saw Unibay, uh, Redamco, Westfield up almost 36% at one point. These are really big swings. I feel, I feel like this is the elastic band being cut. These things were stretched in both directions, probably unreasonably, and the market really seeing some sense of back to normal. I'm pretty sure, by the way, these are overreactions as well. So it's not just returning to some sort of normalcy. It's actually an overreaction in the other direction, I think, in most, if not all cases. So in terms of normalcy, and, and now that we've got that that news of our early success of a uh, COVID-19 vaccine, does one start positioning themselves for a recovery? I think it's a little bit late to position for a recovery. The, you know, the fact that we are up so far since March, the time to position for a recovery was really when the pessimism was at its absolute peak. The gain since then have been phenomenal. Right now, you're looking to get the last little bit. Now, I think that's still worth doing, by the way. I think the economy does recover. We do get back to some sort of normality. It may not be exactly the same sort as we're used to. I think online shopping continues, for example, retail still in a world of hurt. So there's still some, some change that won't go back to what we're used to. Do, but we will find a new normal sooner rather than later. It does make sense, I think, to be invested before that happens. Scott Phillips there from The Motley Fool. And we'll end on some good news because even before the vaccine trial and uh, results were announced overnight, the mood was already lifting for Australian businesses. And that's according to NAB. Its NAB business survey saw confidence surge to its highest level since mid-2019 in October, led by Victoria, as case numbers fell and restrictions were set to be wound back. Business conditions also edged higher, although still remain below the long-term average. Profitability and trading conditions have improved, although the economy is patchy. NAB says conditions are deteriorating in Queensland, South Australia and Western Australia 
and the bank says that the labour market is lagging the recovery in activity. That is On The Money for this Tuesday, the 11th of November 2020. I'm Ricardo Gonsalves. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BusinessRicardo. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.